All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Metaverse. I'm here today with Kelvin Chen and Immersal's very own Matthias Koski. How's it going, guys? Yeah, Great, to well. Great to be here. Matthias, why are we interested in uh, Kelvin and Rakuten's point of view? Yeah, like they have very fascinating uh, uh, experiences in Japan, especially Rakuten and the stadium experience. And most of my my partners or clients have been very impressed about that. So maybe Kelvin can explain about the background of that and what, what has been the feedback from the customers, that how they feel about these new kind of experiences. Yeah, um, so this was done uh sometime last year uh at the end of last year so you know the idea there was to you know create a very uh, novel sports watching experience um to you know increase fan engagement um at the stadium and so we wanted to provide um an immersive and interactive ar um experience um that made use of 5g and um so um so we wanted to kind of um, we have this idea of, you know, how do we give users kind of a futuristic uh, experience, right? Um, aiming towards the future, um, you know, when we will have smart glasses and using AR and so on. And so, yeah, we have AR content um, all around the stadium. We have AR content kind of hovering um, in the middle uh, on top of the stadium as well. Um, and, um, you know, using... Um, Immersal's technology, we managed to uh, create a point cloud uh, of the stadium uh, using around 200 images. And um, so with this point cloud, then we are able to um, use uh, visual positioning to accurately um, create, um, place AR content um, around the stadium very accurately. Um, and so, yeah, so, and then we can think then think about you know, what kind of experience, right, we, we can place. So, for example, um, we can, you know, put uh, AR advertising um, just underneath the roof, for example, because, you know, the, um, the stadium has this um, two giant roofs, right, uh, the, the main, main stand and the back stand. And it's, an, it's a giant empty space that is not being used for anything. And, you know, we thought, oh, maybe we can, you know, um, create some interesting um, uh, visualization there. So, so that space, uh, we used AR to create um, a giant canvas, basically. And yeah, we can display any, any type of contents, like advertising, like, you know, celebration effects and so on. And so, yeah, so, so that we're, we're kind of exploring, you know, where we could um, um, place AR, AR, uh, uh, displays that cannot be placed uh, in the real world. So that's an example of that. Um, also, what we did was um, we allowed users to um, um, select uh, the players on the field directly through AR. Um, so um, we got some uh, real-time uh, tracking, player tracking data coming from an external source uh, from, uh, from the cloud. And um, we got the accurate positions information 
um, of you know where each player is on the field. And so combining with AR, um, um, you know, because because with VPS, every uh, person, every user um, can have really accurate uh, positions, right? So the system knows exactly where this user is and what they're seeing. And so, um, yeah, together with the player tracking information, uh, we can let users uh, click directly on the mobile phone um, on on the uh, player it themselves, right? So, and then we can show you know who is this player, um, you know if 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 it's a beginner fan, you know uh, what's the name, the number, but also like uh, real time statistics, right? Like um, you know their speed or or you know, you know their, their scores, um, uh, for example, uh, pass rate, uh, distance that they were running uh, throughout the game and so on. And, uh, but, you know, more importantly, what users can do is they can then, um, uh, for hardcore fans, if they want to purchase the jerseys, that particular player's jerseys directly, they can do that uh, from within the app. So, um, yeah, so we, we did that. And um, yeah, that was a very exciting uh, new, new, um, uh, uh, experience uh, for the for the users, and um, yeah, all of this, of course, you know, um, can't uh, be done without five G, you know, because we are using you know high bandwidth and low latency, um, you know, uh, features right of five G, and so this allowed us to produce these kind of new uh, experiences, and you know, um, you know, a lot of um, uh, mobile operators focus on the stadium because uh, the stadium is a very unique place where many, many users will be there at the same time. And so this can showcase um, the ability for multi multiple users, multiple connections, right, of 5G. So, so that's, I think, um, yeah, that's why, you know, uh, many many operators are very keen in, in showcasing new experiences there. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because we forget that uh, everybody's waiting for the glasses and the wearables. And, you know, we don't want to encourage people to walk around with the phones and it's not a nice experience. However, yeah. in the stadiums, that's one place the phone is almost an advantage over the glasses because you're sitting there it's much nicer experience to look through your phone and see all the statistics and all the data like you said so as a sports yeah. fan i completely understand um yeah so we wanted to ask what was the feedback how has been what, what were people's responses to that test experience yeah, I think um, uh, overall it's it's very uh, positive, right? So um, our users were very happy. Um, so we had um, both smartphones and uh, smart glasses versions as well, and um, yeah, almost all of them uh, um, gave us feedback that smart glasses is the way to go. They really want that uh, to be the future, and you know because that means they don't have to hold. The mobile phone throughout the game you know they can very naturally turn their head you know to to where the actions is and um you know they can the content can be 
you know, shown right there and then. And um, yeah, it's just less tiring, right, um, and for the users. So yeah, uh, in, in, in that respect, you know, for sure, you know, smart classes is the future. And um, yeah, we, we're just waiting for the hardware to catch up. Uh, yeah, for sure. What is your estimate on how long it takes that everyone is wearing smart glasses in the stadium? That, yeah, that, that's a very difficult question. That's, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, no, nobody knows, right? Like, um, it could be um, maybe five years, maybe, depends on the, on the hardware uh, situation, I guess. And, um, you know, um, it cost cost has to come down, but also, you know, things like battery life or, you know, things like um, the, the style, you know, whether whether people are happy to wear it every day, um, you know, because it is uh, what I think it's not just a location specific experience, right? Smart classes is for everyday use. Um, and, and what I'm also thinking is that, you know, it's going to replace our smartphone. So, you know, um, it's, it's like asking when is the smart glass going to replace a smartphone, right? So I think, um, yeah, it, it's going to take time uh, for, for hardware. But also, you know, in terms of experience, uh, we have to have a lot of uh, um, uh, applications and um, new experiences to be able to, to develop uh, in the smart classes to replace what we have um, in the phone. Yeah, probably maybe a long way to go. All right, this is a good point for me to ask you a question that we ask all our guests. Is it possible to define the metaverse in one sentence? What is your opinion on that? Um, I think, um, yeah, maybe it's very difficult to define in one sentence. Um, I think... There is a lot of aspects to it, um, and uh, yeah, a lot of aspects are still to be defined. But um, but for me, I think um, it's kind of like um, a communication and visualization uh, platform, right? Um, maybe you know, a lot of people say it's um, the next internet, right? Um, so yeah, for for sure, you know, it's it's. It is, you know, allowing us to communicate and and, and visualize much much better, and um, also what I think is that right these days, you know, a lot of um, um, people are thinking that it's gonna be just virtual worlds, right? Like it allows us to connect um, to virtual worlds, but apart from that, um, so so these virtual worlds are, you know they are completely different to the physical world. And so that's why we're very excited, right? We, we can create completely imaginary um, locations, which is very exciting, right? But on the other hand, I think uh, Metaverse also allows us to connect to a real world location, a remote location as well. And I think that is um, very important. Uh, in, in, in metaverse, right? Um, it allows us to um, you know, 
remotely connect to an actual location and be there um, um, with that other person uh, and see them, um, what they're doing, their environment, and we can communicate and um, you know transact, do e-commerce um, or, or what, whatever services that, that we have. So um, I think, yeah, that, that is uh, one important aspect of Metaverse. Mm. Well, I, I guess I would like to then ask, because you used a couple of keywords there. You said communication and visualizing tool, and you said connecting. So let me ask, and I, I'd like to ask both of you, actually, do you think there's going to be, even though we're building the tools for communication and for connecting, do you think there's an opportunity to use the tools for connecting less, for isolating? Yeah, I think it might create some kind of bubbles that you will only stay in that certain bubble and then kind of like you can't see outside of that because it's so easy to connect with people who are in the same bubble. Yeah, um, it's very interesting. I think, you know, when you connect to a virtual world, I mean, even if you connect to the real world, you know, we are, we can be represented in whatever way we want, right? Um, we can um, be represented digitally as an actual hologram, for example, you know, th that, that looks exactly like me. Or it could, or I could be represented as, um, you know, an avatar um, of, various shape and size you know i could be represented as um you know a small kid or something right like so um then you know that that could de decouple you know my representation and myself and so then you know maybe through that then then we are kind of um connecting less right uh, in that sense um yeah so so we, you know through 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 metaverse we we can uh, um you know change in any way we want i think yeah i think those are two excellent points two very different points what matthias said uh, i completely we we spoke about it with leslie actually which is we can choose exactly the type of people we want. So I, I only want to hang with the people that like to do this. So then I find myself in my bubble and I don't meet anyone else who's, who doesn't have my interests. And then Kelvin's point is I can represent myself as something completely different to how I really am. So then, yeah, there's a big dif distance between who I am on the metaverse and who I am in the real world. Exactly. So a couple of the pitfalls to look out for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like the whole metaverse is still kind of like moving target. It's not really well defined yet. But I think it, it will be done in the next few years. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, Matthias, do you, do you have something else for Kelvin? Yeah, I was thinking like how big thing this metaverse topic is in uh, Japan. And especially like in, in your industry, Kelvin, that uh, is everyone talking about it or is it kind of like overhyped theme? Or, or underhyped? 
Yes. <laughs> I think um, I think um, the situation in Japan is um, you know quite similar to other parts of the world. Um, it's no different. I think um, um, at this moment is definitely a little bit uh, overhyped. Um, you know, everyone is talking about uh, uh, cryptocurrency, Web three, NFTs. Um, you know. Um, DAOs, you know, um, yeah, it's 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 definitely uh, on the top of the mind of 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 all tech uh, companies, uh, not just uh, mobile operators. Um, and definitely, you know, there's a lot of um, um, experiences. You know, uh, different companies are trying different uh, different things. Um, so one example is. This uh, uh, virtual Shibuya, I think virtual Shibuya is very one of the early, early um, examples um, where uh, of of metaverse, you know, where you know a lot of people gather uh, in the virtual world um, in a virtual Shibuya that represent uh, the actual location, right? Um, and then you know people can gather and um, um, for a concert or for uh, whatever promotion, um, and 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 yeah, whatever uh, experiences that we can have, um, and yeah, e I think even before the term metaverse became popular, I think there were you know um, um, other uh, uh, virtual worlds uh, that has been quite successful. Um, I forgot the name. Um, I think it's called Cluster. Um, is is kind of like um, you know a, a service which allows you to um, kind of like virtual conferences, uh, but also allows you to create your own virtual worlds uh, uh, as as you wish. Um, yeah, so that has been happening um, even before Meta uh, uh, um, first. Uh, the term metaverse become popular. Um, yeah, and, and now I think um, um, not just uh, VR, but also AR uh, is also becoming very um, hot at the moment. Uh, very ex experiences um, uh, are, you know, uh, being being done um, around, around Japan. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, different people are trying different things. And how easily con consumers will download this kind of new application? At least like in Finland, I would say people hesitate to download new application if they use it only like once or twice. Exactly. Exactly right. That, that is also the case um, here as well. There, there is a lot of apps for everything. Um, so um, there is... Uh, 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 yeah, an app for different AI experiences. Um, also, like you know, a team lab is a very um, uh, uh, popular um, in uh, uh, interactive art museum uh, in Japan, and um, yeah. So, and also, you know, they they also have their own own uh, app as well for you to. Um, you know, experience within the museum but you know does that mean that you need a different app for different location 
or a different shop or a different museum, right? Like, so yeah, it's it's the same uh, for um, not just AR app, but but also in general as well. I think. So is that what you see for the near future? For this to for this to become more widely adopted, we need a more unified platform or world where I just open it up and then I can already see all the content I need to see in one place. Is that possible in the near future? Definitely. I think, you know, that is um, what we all aim to do, right? Um, to have the right uh, information um, at the right time, at the right place, right? And um, yeah, I think, um, is it possible in the near future? Um, maybe in a, in a small scale, right? Uh, maybe not everything can be done all at once. I think, um, um, yeah, in, in a limited scale, maybe we can. Um, for example, in, within a shopping mall, we can, we can do that um, for that you know, giant space. Um, I think it will take time. Yeah. How like that's, that, that's why I kind of love these stadium experiences or entertainment experience because then you have these same customers coming to the same place like all the time. Not only once, but like, let's say if you are a big fan of FC Barcelona, of course you will watch the games like many times during the season. And then you have the app. So it's kind of like easy to build the experience around that. Yep, it's a recurring experience that uh, you can you know, keep experiencing over and over again and with new content. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Matthias? Yeah, I was thinking like, what will be the mobile network operators' role in terms of metaverse going forward? Will they be only the pipelines of data, or? Will they also contribute somehow? For sure, I think um, yeah, pipeline is is, is one, um, but but also um, for sure the I think the um, experiences um, is also key. Of course, you know we are um, not doing it alone, right? We we uh, want to do it together um, um, with various uh, technology providers as well. Um, so, you know, right now we are um, um, thinking about uh, or experimenting with a variety of uh, um, experiences, right? Um, not, not just AR, but, but also, um, you know, 3D environments or things like, you know, motion capture, for example, or holographic experiences. Um, are we, you know, the, the best uh, the expert in this field, uh, probably not. Um, you know, so we we do want to um, collaborate uh, with a variety of, of technology providers, um, you know, such as Immersal as well, and um, and you know, not maybe not just AR, uh, but also you know, as I said before, like edge computing, um, maybe also IoT, uh, multi-sensory. You know, this is also very important. Um, yeah, so, you know, basically, yeah, any, any kinds of technology, um, that can, 
enhance right our, our communication to with each other um yeah where whether it be the actual technology to enabling um a particular sense um or whether it be a platform um yeah i think there there's a a big uh collaboration collaboration is a big part of of that um and yeah we we won't be doing it uh just by ourselves for, for sure okay well before we finish can i ask then in in the immediate future is there anything you're working on right now that you're really excited about immediate future um that's a very, very good question uh what are you working on right now <laughs> um so we are also um uh, uh exploring um other ar experiences as well um uh maybe we <laughs> nothing nothing we can talk about at this stage i think um i had to try and ask yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah definitely i think um uh, uh we are um that you know, as i said before you know edge computing is a very uh, important aspect uh, of of 5g and so um yeah that that's one thing we are um, looking into uh, uh um, yeah with a, with a, with a strong focus in the near future excellent well kelvin thank you so much for joining us on the talking metaverse podcast yeah thank you very much uh, for having me